Wow, that worked on the first. Yeah. Good. I've got this little remote here and, uh, you know, it's a little cantankerous sometimes. Yeah, yeah. sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. Yeah. All right. Well, welcome back. I'm John Swaino and this is Dave Tenney and we are together. Two beards. Two beards and a bike. Yeah, that's right. We should, we should harmonize it we're, together. We're going to have to work on that. Yes. Yeah. We need to write a theme song. There you go. Uh, I guess you're, you're the one that's musically talented, so I'll, I'll leave that one over to you. Um, so Acts chapter 13, verse 42, I believe, is where we left off. Yeah. So Paul is um, uh, talking to a group of Jews and Pisidia. Pisidia? I yeah. believe that's how you say it. So he's in the synagogue, and he's made a big, long speech. And uh, that's where our last episode was. And now we're going to find the conclusion of what, what, what happened there. Mm-hmm. So he says, so when the Jews went out of the synagogue, the Gentiles begged that these words might be preached to them on the next Sabbath. Now, when the congregation had broken up, many of the Jews and devout proselytes followed Paul and Barnabas, who, speaking to them, persuaded them to continue in the grace of God. On the next Sabbath, almost the whole city came together to hear the word of God. But when the Jews saw the multitudes, they were filled with envy, contradicting and blaspheming, they opposed the things spoken by Paul. Then Paul and Barnabas grew bold and said, It was necessary that the word of God should be spoken to you first. But since you reject it and judge yourselves unworthy of everlasting life, behold, we turn to the Gentiles. Booyah! <laughs> For so the Lord has commanded us, I have set you as a light to the Gentiles that you should be for salvation to the ends of the earth. Now, when the Gentiles heard this, they were glad and glorified the word of the Lord. And as many as had been appointed to eternal life believed. And the word of the Lord was being spread throughout all the region. But the Jews stirred up the devout and prominent women and the chief men of the city, raised up persecution against Paul and Barnabas and expelled them from the region. But they shook off the dust from their feet against them and came to Iconium and the disciples were filled with joy and with the Holy Spirit. Is that what that was? That little no, that burst there. <laughs> <laughs> no, but <laughs> you scared me. <laughs> it's hard to, you know, that's kind of what he was doing. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, "Oh, you you have judged yourselves not to be worthy." Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. Mean, that's that's cold. Yeah. <laughs> you know. You know, it's uh, in verse forty-six, as you as you read. Then Paul and Barnabas grew bold. You know, it it came time that okay, <laughs> we've tried now, to be nice. Now we're going to tell you the hard way. And you know, they had gained a following. The whole, almost the whole city came out yeah. to hear this thing. And weren't these the? Correct me if I'm wrong. Weren't these the same people that were like, "Please come back." Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and then when they saw that, perhaps the the uh, the focus was going to be more on the word of the Lord and not them. Yeah. Then, then they became jealous is what it comes down to. It's interesting. So, so there's Gentiles in the synagogue too. Now, last episode, John read a big, long reading from, um, from what is it? Acts chapter 13. Mm-hmm. And uh, at the beginning of that reading, well, it's in verse 16, he says, men of Israel, 
and you who fear God. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> it's indicated later on that there were Gentiles in the synagogue. Yeah. And I think when he addressed those, he said that you who fear God, it's the same way um, that Cornelius was described. Mm-hmm. A man who feared God. And it seems like that was, you know, at this time there were Gentiles who may not, they were not necessarily processed, they weren't, they hadn't converted to being Jews. Right. But they feared God and they came and, and learned about him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there might have been a, it might have been a little bit of a, uh, I don't know what you want to call it, a, a, a an uppityness to the, to the Jews, to the Jews, that, oh, you well, know, again, yeah. these people that are coming in and they don't belong, they're not part of our, yeah, you know, bloodline or whatever it would be. Exactly. So you know, you've got a, a mixture of people, but the Gentiles begged to hear these things, mm-hmm. and. Some of these different Jews, and it says devout proselytes, they follow Paul and Barnabas, and they uh, persuaded him to continue in the grace. And so now the whole city comes together, and and what rears its head here but jealousy? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were filled with envy and contradicting and blaspheming. Yeah, you know that that's about as serious as it can get. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And you know this is the same old story. Mm-hmm. This happens every time. Yeah. And this is the same thing that drove the, the, the leaders to, to kill Jesus. Right. It was, it was jealousy. Yeah. You know. Trying to hang on to something. You know, and that's, uh, there's a sermon in that, that, you know, even today as we, as we uh, you know, do our, uh, exercise our faith, and we assemble with the saints, and you know there there's the the church. It's been established, and and it's it's here. And in this time, physically on this earth, the church exists here on this earth. But there's going to come a time. Now it's going to be a little bit different because nobody's going to no, nobody's going to have that opportunity to get mad. Yeah, <laughs> you know, at, when it comes time for the the church to be taken up with the Father. But um, you know, we have a job to do now, and uh, we need to make sure that we're not just doing it because it gives us some kind of uh, a status or, uh, you know, for, for personal reasons, yeah. for, for, for reasons that are purely uh, human and physical, uh, but that we're doing it out of faith, that we're doing these things that we assemble with the saints on the first day of the week because God said so and because we desire to, not not because it... Uh, is a time for us to bolster each other up in the way of of pride. You know, there's uh, there's undoubtedly those in the religious world today <clears throat> that gain some kind of social standing because oh, of, yeah. because of being a part of X Y Z religious group, and and that's totally not the purpose of the Lord's church. Yeah. Absolutely. It wasn't the purpose of the Lord's people. It wasn't what they're supposed to be doing back then, but they had turned it into something that didn't resemble what the Lord wanted. And, you know, thus we have, you know, when you take it all the way back, you have the reason that Christ had to come. Yeah. And uh, and save us all. Absolutely. And we're at my big, my big verse here. It says, Paul and Barnabas grew bold. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> 
it and they said it was necessary the word of God should be spoken to you first. And he's talking about the the you is the Jews. That's yeah. what he's talking about. But since you reject it and judge yourselves unworthy of everlasting life, behold, we turn to the Gentiles. And that was, so I believe this is from Isaiah. Uh, let me see here. It's in verse 47. And Isaiah 42, 6? 42, 6, yeah. So 49, 6 is what I have. Yeah. Marked in here. Yeah, so so Paul quotes from Isaiah, and back in the Old Testament, it says, I have set you as a light to the Gentiles that you should be for salvation to the ends of the world. Well, I mean, you would think that the Jews would have noticed that verse at some point. Mm-hmm. And puzzled over that. Yeah. What does that what did that mean? Right. Yeah, yeah. And and that could be, you know, just as today we have those that cherry pick verses to build a theology. Yeah. It could, this could be one of those that well, we're just gonna skip over that one. Yeah, we'll ignore <laughs> that one. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, it was it was obviously prophesied that that the Gentiles well, I mean, you go back to the the promise that was made to Abraham that he said, in your seed, all of the world would be blessed, not just right. the Jews. Right. You know? Yeah. So this kind of, you know, is another spot where it addresses that situation. Yeah. And that, you know, going back to you know, verse 46, where it says, since you reject it and judge yourselves unworthy, you know, judge yourselves unworthy. And and that's, that's where even yet today... Uh, People that refuse the gospel of Christ, oh, they're in effect judging themselves unworthy. There's a person I, I know that I remember one time uh, this person went into a church building with me and and he was convinced that the building was going to fall down when he walked in there. No. You know. <laughs> right. Or, you know, I mean, he he judged himself unworthy to be in there. Yeah. And that that's that's perhaps out of a, out of a humility yeah almost and, and a feeling of worthlessness and yeah. so on these people were kind of of the opposite you know they're yeah they're they're doing things in such a way uh to puff themselves up they're, mm -hmm. they're trying to steal the glory from the lord but in either case you know it, it i guess the point to be made is that the lord as you already had said the lord desires that all men come to the knowledge of truth yeah. and if someone doesn't it's not because God wants keeping them, them out. Right. It's their own doing. Yep, absolutely. Um, so the Gentiles heard this, and they were they were glad. They're like, "Oh, the old law talks about us. Mm -hmm. We never heard this before." <laughs> <laughs> so you know, so they were glad, glorified the word of the Lord, and as many have been appointed to eternal life believed. Mm -hmm. So again. You know, it just it just points to the fact that um, people that certain people heard the heard the word of God and they believed yeah. in it, and uh, and the result of believing and taking action of those things is eternal life, right? Yeah, and I'm sure these you know these people had been told, you know, you you don't have a you don't have a way, you know, right? Just, oh, I'm sure it's it's the same as. In a way, it's the same as people today that believe that certain people are predestined to be 
right. be saved and others are just going to be lost and there's nothing you can do about it. Yeah. And so that explains, you know, why they were happy to hear, you yeah. know, that, that it was, that salvation was extended to them because they'd probably grown up believing and thinking that they were just yep. lost. Now the word of the Lord was being spread throughout all the region. Now here's, oh, this is terrible. But the Jews stirred up the devout and prominent women. And the chief men of the uh, when you get the when you get the women stirred up, you better watch out. Because that's what was going on. Send send your letters to Dave Tenney. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? There is something to that. Right. Right. <laughs> I mean, there, there, there's no doubt. You, you know, get the and, women riled up and things are gonna go the way they want them to go most of the time. And, and you know, it's it's and it's not a and, and we're not saying that from some chauvinistic, uh, you know, no, place. This is the opposite of chauvinistic. It, it's just the truth. It that, is the truth. That, uh, you know, anybody, uh, we've said this before, anybody that believes that Christianity, that the, the Lord desires that women be uh, put in a place that is less than men and that they have been denigrated in Christianity is just wrong. They have uh, not studied the Word of God right. at all. And, and realizing, as anybody who has been married understands just how powerful the the, the, the woman is yes. in the relationship, yeah. uh, you know, much the same case here, you know, the, uh, uh, the these are prominent women, and then in the, ne the con continuation of the sentence, and the chief men of the city, those those people had some clout. Yep, and, they and did. That, and that's basically just what it's saying. Yep, yep. Yeah. And they raised up persecution against Paul and Barnabas. Mm -hmm. And here's this, the, now, this is a, I think this is cool. He says, but they shook off the dust from their feet against them. Yeah. And that's what uh, uh, Jesus told his apostles when they when they went out on the, uh, yeah. the uh, what was that, the limited... Uh, commission yeah. where they went out and uh, uh, just preached to uh, the Jews. If they will not hear you, yep, shake off the dust from their your feet and yeah. go someplace else. Yeah, I mean, can you can you think of situations in in popular culture even today where this sort of a thing has has happened, where uh, those that have an agenda have stirred people up? Oh, and and think about the things that Watch have happened. The news, John. Riots, yeah, and killings, and all manner of awful things have happened because what this basically is 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 a loss of emotional control. Yeah. You see, like most of the time, when you look at any sort of like civil unrest, mm -hmm. um, when you step back from it, you go now. Whatever it was that you were mad of, mm -hmm. mad about, didn't warrant this response. Right. And this response that was warranted didn't make anything better. It just made it worse. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And that's <clears throat> that's always the right thing to do is to step back. Yeah. And and not make a not make a rash decision. Yeah. Uh, but but it's very easy. It's very easy to get a group of people stirred up. Oh, it and, is. And that's it exactly is. what uh, was and, happening here. And it seems like people, a lot of times, when a crowd gets going, pe people just lose, they don't reason. Right. You yeah. know, 
Uh, I, I forget what the, there was some experiment done in the 60s where, you know, they had a group of people who had some button and when they pressed the button, they, they were told it inflicted pain on somebody. Mm-hmm. And they would just, if somebody said, you press the button now, they would press it. Mm-hmm. They would just do it. Yeah. They wouldn't even think about it. And it was like a huge percentage of people would do that. Yeah. And that's kind of what happens with, with situations like this. And as you were pointing out, you know, they, they were beyond reason. Yeah. <clears throat> and and that's exactly what you know, Jesus told them, shake the dust off your feet. Because yeah. there's a point at which, and I think we all have to come to that understanding with knowing your audience when, yes. you're, when you're sharing the gospel with others. There is a point at which you just have to stop. Yeah. Because, right. because sometimes people are beyond reason. Maybe they need a moment to let things sink in. Um, or maybe it's just not going to work. So not that going... not that you ever give up hope, but yeah. <clears throat> but you have to you have to be ready to yeah to be effective. You can't sit there and and continue with one who's beyond reason. Right. Absolutely. Well, John, let's read uh, fourteen through one through seven. Okay. Chapter fourteen, one through seven. Chapter fourteen, verse one. Now it happened in Iconium that they went together to the synagogue of the Jews, and so spoke that a great multitude, both of the Jews and of the Greeks, believed. But the unbelieving Jews stirred up the Gentiles and poisoned their minds against the brethren. Therefore they stayed there a long time, speaking boldly in the Lord, who was bearing witness to the word of his grace, granting signs and wonders to be done by their hands. But the multitude of the city was divided part sided with the Jews, and part with the apostles. And when a violent attempt was made by both the Gentiles and Jews with their rulers to abuse and stone them, they became aware of it and fled to Lystra and Derbe, cities of Lyconia, and to the surrounding region. And they were preaching the gospel there. Well, apparently seeing is not believing, believing right? <clears throat> there was right. some info commercial I remember in the 90s, it was like, seeing is believing, and it was some cleaner. <laughs> okay. You know, I don't remember what it was. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, even <clears throat> even when, um, you know, in thinking back to uh, Lazarus and the rich man, and the rich man asking to send his family a sign. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, and he's, he's told, uh, you know, they have the law and the prophets. And even though we are... You know the, these these signs and wonders were done to be a an example to those that, that people might have their faith yeah. <clears throat> um, spurred on by seeing those things. There are just some that aren't going to believe and uh, or wouldn't allow themselves to believe. I should right. say it that way because they could if they wanted to. Yeah. Um, so. You know, they saw, it says signs and they, these people saw miracles. Yeah. But that didn't change their mind. Yeah. There were still some that, that sided with the Jews. And certainly like, you know, the, the, the Jewish leaders um, during Jesus's ministry saw miracles. Mm-hmm. And when they went to arrest um, Jesus in the garden, Peter cut Malchus's ear off and Jesus healed it. Mm-hmm. Right there in front of, I mean, yeah, they should have said, "Whoa, whoa, <laughs> yeah." There's something going on here, but they didn't, and 
then these people here should have done the same thing. Throughout humanity, there's been, there have been people that every, at any point in history that, that just refuse to use their own common sense yeah. and, and reasoning ability to, to see something for what it is. Um, yeah, and that that's always that's always been true, and we need to be those that that think and uh, and reason with uh, a clear mind about these things. And and if you do, you'll come to the same you'll come to the same place. You'll end yeah. up following Christ. Yeah. If you if you uh, separate yourself from all of the the things that men have said over the yeah. over the centuries, the uh, the, the the confusion that exists in the religious world. I mean, even like you know, you know, we you look at just creation. Mm -hmm. You know, if you if you honestly sit and think about evolution, mm -hmm. there's zero evidence of evolution ever. Right. There is no evidence of it. Right. And um, if there were evidence, if if people if if things evolved you would expect to see millions in uh, of things in a fossil record of things that were half one thing and half another right but we don't see that at all right i just saw a, a picture pop up on uh, social media and it was it was I, I believe it to be a real picture and account of uh, somebody who had put together these bones, they they dug up these bones, and so they they honestly put these things together and tried to make it look like a unicorn, a strange looking thing, <laughs> and you know they had these these big femurs uh, coming up to this spine, but then the rib cage was back behind the legs, and then there was the head, and then there was this spike coming out of it, and and it came to came to be that it was a couple of different animals that were put yes, together to yeah. make to make this thing but you know it was, that was probably taken to be a scientific discovery at one yeah, time yeah. and <laughs> it just just goes to show that you know we, we can really fool ourselves into yeah especially when we're we're yeah. trying to follow those people whom we whom we like yeah you know they're they're sometimes sometimes the people that we like can be wrong yeah and we have to be conscious enough to yeah. be able to catch that that's what i mean you know just look around the world mm -hmm. you don't have to think that deeply right to see that this was not mm -hmm. happenstance right and you know and in that's what i say you just have to be honest to say well you know this all of these theories they're just okay they're theories but they're just not possible Right. That's there's there's just they're outside the realm of possibility. We we both I think can agree that the Lord and His ways are supernatural. Yeah, <laughs> they're above nature, and and even from a scientific perspective, for something to be found to be true scientifically, it has to be repeatable. Right. Well, these things aren't repeatable. No, they're not. <laughs> no, because they're you're dealing with a deity. Yeah. You know, and that's and that's the difference. Today, men have made science their deity, mm -hmm. but science is very fallible. Yeah, you know. I mean, to to that point, think of how many times uh, science has changed just in our lifetime. Oh yeah. You know, how many things that have been found to be 
that we learned as young children that have now been found to be false. Yeah, absolutely. You know, even even Ein, some of Einstein's findings have have been ferreted out to find. Well, that's not exactly how it. Yeah, how, how that works. works yeah. You know. Yeah, and I mean, I I don't think you know I don't think there's an answer, a scientific answer for everything. There just right. can't be. Right. And I think we we see that. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, but these people here at Iconium, they saw, they saw miracles. They mm-hmm. saw signs that prove. They, they saw supernatural things. There was no other explanation for them. Yeah. The problem is, is they didn't come. Just like today, when we look at the world, people come to the wrong conclusion about how things got here. Mm-hmm. These people saw these signs and wonders, and they came up with the wrong conclusions. Yeah. About what these things were and what they meant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and and they became aware of a uh, uh, both Gentiles and Jews were trying to violently uh, deal with them. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. John, we better stop. All right. Okay. Well, thanks for joining in. This has been Two Beards in a Bible, episode one hundred and something. We yeah. hope you join us for one hundred and something. I bet you it's one hundred and twenty-one. It probably is. Yeah. I just put those in last night. Yeah, I night. saw I that. I was looking at them today. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for joining in. Uh, we'll see you next time. Thanks.